In this ye old episode number 34, we had a really missed opportunity. We did not do it about the Dave Matthews Band song number 34. Instead, we have an entire episode about SoundCloud rap with a surprising amount of research in it. Uh, sorry. We should have done Dave Matthews. Neither of us understand SoundCloud rap. Me and Alexis have been trying so hard to figure it out. A lot of the stuff we mentioned in this episode is in the show notes, so if you want links to the YouTube videos or to the references that we're making, they're all in the show notes. Click some links. Good evening. Hi. Uh, To start, I would like to mention that it is January 5th, and um, Bart... Bart, what is his name? Bartholomew Fitzgerald Smythe. Richard Fitzgerald Smythe has not tweeted since December 24th. I was wrong, and I'm also worried. His Twitter profile pic still has a Santa hat. Something's up. Wow, I'm worried too. I'm wondering if they're going to do something. He normally tweets. I'm wondering if they're going to do something on the anniversary of his death slash rebirth. You think he's grieving? For who, him? His dad? Yeah. Himself. Okay. His real birthday soon. Gosh. Yeah, that is stressful. I don't know. I don't even know what's going to happen anymore. I'm so sorry to hear that. I didn't realize. Yep. I check it every day and I hate it. We thought the worst thing that could happen would be that he tweeted constantly. Yeah. I Yeah. I kind of miss when his tweets were just shoved in my face. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, why are you 21? You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I get that. Just attacked by planters, and now I'm looking for him every day. He's not there. Have you ever gotten a face tattoo? No. Have you? No. No, I haven't. Have you come close? No. Actually, no. I've come close multiple times to a lip tattoo, but I don't think that counts. You can't see it. I've come close uh, many times. That's different though, because that's that's funny though, because a lip tattoo is like it's for you. Like a face tattoo is the most noticeable else. tattoo of all tattoos. Right? Have you ever had a friend who gets a face tattoo? Like after you know them, then they get one, and they're like, "Hey, look at my new tattoo," and it's a face tattoo. Um. Yes, once. It's an interesting interaction because you're not like, "Oh, where is it?" Yeah, it's not a secret. It's just right there. Right. And then they don't, like, pull up their sleeve. Or, like, when somebody sends you a picture of a new tattoo and you're like, oh, is that your arm or your leg? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Right. None of that. None of that. You know people who have, like, their eyebrows tattooed? Or, like, their lip Um, lip tattooed? Is that a face tattoo? That's a face tattoo. Yeah, but it's cosmetic. Yeah. I like the idea of someone saying, look at my new tattoo, or I have a face tattoo, and it's like lip liner. I, the eyebrow face, or like, that's the, the eyebrow is the only one that I would ever consider. I haven't considered it realistically, but like, lip liner stresses me out because you'd have to put on lips Forever. all the time. Yeah. Forever. And eyeliner is similar, like, if you were only wearing eyeliner and no other makeup. I just don't want to feel like I have to put on other makeup. I don't want it to look like I only put on one piece of makeup. It's also funny to me, like, the eyebrow one, because in getting other tattoos, like, the thought of this is on me forever, for some reason, is less scary, like, of any tattoo on your body, except, but 
for me, getting my eyebrows tattooed a certain way is more scary. Because <laughs> I can't just change them. Because they look like a natural... They look like you were naturally weird-looking if they come out weird. But if you have, like, a weird-looking tattoo that's, like... Like, if you get a tattoo of, like, the troll face, <laughs> yeah. that's the troll face. Everyone knows that. That might be a weird choice, but... Right. SoundCloud rappers all have face tattoos. It's part of their whole thing. I can't tell you shit about what any of them are. I'm pretty sure Post Malone has one that says, like, wake up! Um, 6 9 has a 6 9 He has a bunch. He has a ton. Did you watch I his know- documentary? No! I didn't either. Oh, I wish I would have. I guess I'm gonna have to. Yeah, same. Lil Peep has one that says Crybaby. Yeah, that one's kind of cool. He, oh, I think he he said that it was because everyone would call him a crybaby because of his music. So then he. That's less cool. I thought it was a Johnny Depp reference. <laughs> I don't think it's a Johnny Depp reference. That's true. They don't know. They don't know culture. No offense to the SoundCloud rap. Don't mean to generalize SoundCloud rappers, but <laughs> say they're generally uncultured. It's a big statement. <laughs> they do- I mean, that's the whole bit. That's their whole thing. There's the really good SNL skit called Rap Roundtable, and it's got who's in it? Questlove, Quest- Queen Latifah, hypothetical, right? And then two SoundCloud rappers who are Pete Davidson and Timothy. Chamolet. Chamolet? Chevrolet? Chevrolet. And they, they're they SoundCloud rappers and they don't really say anything except for Skeet. Yeah. And they have colored hair and, and Pete like, Davidson already fucking looks like a SoundCloud rapper. And uh, Questlove and Queen Latifah are both saying like really like important profound things about rap history and like hip hop. And then Pete Davidson and P- Timothy Timothy Chevy are just like <laughs> yeah skirt skirt yeah skirt skirting on god on god but they also have like a bazillion listens and streams right and then quest love and queen latifah are finally like what the <laughs> fuck is going on <laughs> yep and then the skit ends with uh timothy chamelay calling his mom to pick him up <laughs> so that was that was i an eye-opener for you no yeah, it, I had a really hard time understanding SoundCloud rap and emo rap. Like, I don't get the difference. I don't know what's what. I don't know what derives from what. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think I've mentioned it on here multiple times. <laughs> I don't get it. And uh, that made it just, for whatever reason, made me understand, like, oh, they're literally just making noises. Like, it's not even about, like, emo music or rap music. Like, it's just its whole own thing. Do you, have you listened to any of these artists? Yes. Like who? I've listened to some Lil Peep. I've listened to some... Really? What does Lil Peep even sound like? I've never listened to him. He, uh... Does he sound like that SNL skit? Um, he is more on the emo side of this. Gotcha. So, he is a little bit more like, um... The first verse of I Miss You on Blink-182 meets an 808 beat. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, no, that's exact. That's emo <laughs> rap. That's just, like, simple arithmetic. Yeah, it's really simple. I was just really overthinking it. It was making me so upset, because I didn't get it. And when I would ask people, they would say it's like, oh, well, they're taking it from, like, emo music, and they're making it rap music. 
And then I was like, but I don't understand what SoundCloud music is. And then people told me that SoundCloud is just a community. Because I was like, isn't that where they just upload the music? How is that a genre? <laughs> I was like, it all sounds the same. I don't understand. I don't get it. They described it as like how there was West Coast rap and East Coast rap. And then it kind of made sense to me for a bit. Yeah, because the question when you overthink SoundCloud rap, which I've also done, is where happens if they upload the music on a different platform yeah after that conversation like there were some i would consider emo bands that were like big on soundcloud around the same time that i followed and i'm like well were they part of that community they weren't technically rapping like they were playing with guitars and drums so are they part of the soundcloud community also Lil peep doesn't really rap i don't think so many of them don't i just found out I've been listening to some like electronic music that I like, and I just found out that it's technically like SoundCloud. See, I don't, I'm, I, I think I'm frustrated that this genre exists. Because then, yeah, if they released it on Bandcamp, like if someone releases music on Bandcamp, are they a Bandcamp rapper? But they're not. If you just put your music on. I don't understand. Okay, so I really like Potsu, who is a beats and jazz producer who blew up on SoundCloud. He worked with uh, XXXTentacion uh, to be referred to from here on out as extension. Thank you. And so, like, but he his music doesn't sound like this other stuff. Like, I've listened to Post Malone. I've listened to full Post Malone albums. And, okay. But then also, Post Malone goes full-on pop. That's All what I was about what? to say, is Post Malone... White Iverson... Yeah. Was White Iverson SoundCloud rap? I thought it was just hip-hop. Right, and then, like, how far back does it go? Because Lil Uzi Vert and, like, Offset and all of them are, like, a little bit older than the than the main ones that are, like, really weird to understand. How far back does it go? Because we had people who were, like, mumble rapping with face tattoos for longer than SoundCloud was the main way to upload. And the way the sort of East Coast west coast thing sort of made sense to me is that east coast and west coast rap did sound different and they did sound some like a lot of west coast rap sounded similar to west coast rap it was all rap but the west coast were on surfboards (laughs) yeah the west coast were on surfboards i don't know i still don't get it still doesn't i like i'm so close to getting it there to understanding it but then yeah how far back did it go Mm -hmm. where did Chance the Rapper release his music before he, like, because he just would release mixtapes. That was his whole thing, is that he was just not working with record companies at all. It was all his own stuff. So where did he release it? And does that make him a SoundCloud rapper? I don't think he sounds like SoundCloud rap. No, he was on SoundCloud. So did he start, sound? did he make it popular? He Lord was on SoundCloud. She that's where she started too. There's rappers, right? They're not all SoundCloud rappers, obviously. Obviously. There are people uploading on SoundCloud, but they're not all SoundCloud rappers. SoundCloud rappers. In fact, not even all rappers on SoundCloud are SoundCloud rappers. I found this YouTube video that described what is a SoundCloud rapper. The username is like Hello, you sign or something like that. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. The credentials listed there 
and this was like half satire so like it's not as though someone actually just has to check all these boxes they're kind of making fun of soundcloud rappers the credentials according to this random person on youtube are weird colored hair that does not naturally occur no blonde no brown whatever it's not you just change your hair color it's you have to have like pink red blue some people have all colored hair which i think is funny it reminds me of like emo kids back in the day or like seeing kids wearing black but then like colored bracelets yeah so it does relate it definitely it relates there's definitely it's dark and rainbow but like it's just like gotten so twisted because once you get into the because no one tattooed on their scene hair it seems like the generation like five or six years younger than like the main scene hit so they barely missed it right so like the kids who were maybe a little too young to get into it and they like just missed the train got into soundcloud yeah yeah but what freaks me out about them is and maybe this is just my old-fashioned sensibilities i don't like how permanent they make their identity because even though scene kids thought that they were gonna be seen forever almost none of them were which is fine right whatever everyone grows up yeah but like if you get a face tattoo and you turn 18 you're committing to something Hmm. there's like a live fast die young aspect to it that really doesn't sit right with me as far when you said like how far back does it go i've always kind of thought like lil wayne started it Dude, he's definitely a blueprint. Because he has the face tattoos. He does the mumble rap thing. Let's see. I need to look at a bunch of pictures of Lil Wayne. Definitely. (laughs) My Wi-Fi password is written on a picture of Lil Wayne that I have printed out. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So when you Google Lil Wayne, I Googled is Lil Wayne a SoundCloud rapper and then I clicked images, which is a weird choice for me to do. But... um. (laughs) There's, like, five pictures of Lil Wayne, and then there's an article about how face tattoos are suddenly everywhere, and it's Post Malone and 6 9 and uh, Extension. It's interesting because he was just so mainstream. Whereas I don't think the, these current kids are mainstream. Except Post Malone, but Post Malone, he, like, he does his own thing now. So the thing that made me finally understand SoundCloud rap, if I may, mm-hmm. when I saw the music video for Lil Xan the man which uh, is a really disturbing <laughs> video the lyrics are so stupid lil Z- i'm convinced that the snl sketch was about lil xan like lil xan called tupac stupid no lil xan called tupac boring and he's some white kid with face tattoos who's like i fucked that bitch that's his whole thing the whole course is seven words yeah but that song gets stuck in your head. Yeah, it's stuck in my head right now. What is the name of that one artist you like who you're going to hate where I'm going with this? Who did that song with Machine Gun Kelly? Youngblood! I feel I feel like Youngblood is somewhat a spiderweb from it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Whoa. I haven't even thought about Youngblood in a hot second. It's like a fun... I was so into him for like eight days once. (laughs) Would you consider him rap? So, sometimes, but no. But then it's like also his Hobo Johnson. Like, what's Hobo Johnson? 
that's there has to I'm be like a certain so amount of grunge now. you have to <laughs> you have to be kind of rough around the edges to be a soundcloud rapper hobo johnson definitely yeah. records in like a garage and he's fine you know he gets fed his so. fruits and vegetables so he doesn't qualify soundcloud rappers are used more like lo-fi beats and like more like 808 stuff i think and i think I young think- blood is a little too uh, i don't know the right word but bright is just like he's too bright and you wouldn't know he was emo unless you saw his videos and mm-hmm. saw what he looked like and his name's young blood but like so few of his lyrics are actually emo and his sound is not that emo yeah the look of it totally is but yeah so i think soundcloud rap is more that first verse of i miss you from link 182 not the good verse extreme super fan replicates lil xan's face tattoos Okay, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. Oh, no, no, no. They got the tattoo. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, for Halloween. <laughs> hmm. Kid Cudi is one of the largest influences on emo hip-hop. Really? But they just said it's because he talks about depression. I was going to say, because he talks about, like, night terrors and stuff back in the day. I don't have his more recent lyrics memorized, but... Yeah. Hmm. I haven't had a... Yeah. See, that's where they're getting, like, a little willy-nilly with the word emo music. If you do that, then, like... Because then, like, Eminem has talked about, like, feeling crazy and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, is he an emo rapper? Eminem's talked about, like, abusing people. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't... But his isn't, like, I'm sad. His is, like, I'm gonna set you on fire. He's, like, manic. Right, exactly. Because my dad doesn't love me. <laughs> there, I feel like rappers are always like... I think we talked about this recently. Like, I feel like rappers tend to say, that's not the kind of rap I am. Like, Mac Miller did that. And he'd be like, "That's you're miscategorizing me. Or like, Tyler the Creator's like, I'm not horrorcore. But it's like, they're always saying they're not the thing that they kind of are. With saying Kid Cudi's emo rap... It's literally just taking his lyrics and making it emo. The yeah, that's, that doesn't count because just, anyone can right. behave emo. There's country musicians right. who are sad. Mariah Carey has, I think, an album called Emotions. I know she has a song. Right, and if you shorten emotions, that album's called emo. Exactly. It's talking about her emotions. But she doesn't wear hype beast clothes. Taylor Swift's folklore is literally called folklore and it's listed as alternative. Isn't that kind of stupid? <laughs> if we're just gonna go off of it, are, you, are you trying to say it'd be folk folk the album's called folklore and they fe- and she features the national it's categorized as alternative kid cuddy talks about depression and so they're categorizing it as emo doesn't make sense doesn't work for me from what i've heard it has to do with like the beats it's just a lot more lo-fi lo-fi beats type of thing i love a good lo-fi beat but then lil xan talks about himself over it but then lil xan talks about himself over it where does mumble rap come into the kanye talks about being depressed and wanting to kill himself in his albums no one's calling him emo no one's calling him emo rap and he works with lil pump and kid cuddy (laughs) emo rap is very loosely thrown around emo music i think in general is think is a lot of soundcloud rap. is mumble rap yeah right? yeah if you look at like any of these guys wikipedia's 
when they have their genres listed, they'll usually have like SoundCloud rap, emo rap, mumble rap. They don't all have all those, but it's definitely like an adjacent genre that heavily overlaps. But I don't think all of them do it because some of them actually just sing sometimes. Right. Like I think Lil Peep just sings. All right, Peep. Uh, have SoundCloud rappers been nominated for Grammys? Well, probably Posty. Oh, yeah. I think Posty's just pop, though. For the most part. At this point, yeah. From SoundCloud to the Grammys. Lil Uzi Vert. Kelani. But she's not rap. She's... Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, Black? But is he SoundCloud rap? Best rap slash song performance. Do SoundCloud rappers call themselves SoundCloud rappers? Or is it a generalized thing? No, so I heard from the internet that it's actually kind of an insult to be called a SoundCloud rapper. That's good to know in case I ever meet one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm sure that they reclaim it sometimes. Right. When they're joking with their friends and whatever. Okay. Because there's also sort of this, like, you're broke and you're pretending that you have a bunch of money aspect of being a SoundCloud rapper mm-hmm. that I think people don't want to describe themselves as. Right. They want people to believe they're actually iced out. SoundCloud rappers, the first group or, like, community of rap musicians, I guess, to really come out of social media. Dude, I was thinking that. I think so. Because there's, like, the weird MySpace time. I don't really know anything about that. But I don't- I think we only got, like, Fall Out Boy. Which also- I'm so- Are you stressed? Yes. (laughs) Also, I could be wrong about Fall Out Boy. One of those bands made it because of MySpace. I forget which one it is. I think- so this is- so there's a New York Times article I ran across from a couple- about a year ago. And it's about- when Juice World died, mm-hmm. they were saying that SoundCloud rap era had ended because Juice World, Lil Peep, and Extension had all passed. But I don't think that's true. And I don't think that we should be saying that because there are people older than those three guys that. Yeah. Also, this New York Times card article called them the pioneers of a genre, which I think is a lot of credit. It's a lot of credit for the genre mostly being emo rap. They vary in talent. (laughs) Like, Juice World, I felt like, actually had songs that were good. I don't really trust some of these other folks to make good music. I think they're just being sold and produced. There are people, like, older than those people who are still totally around, even if they're not totally still SoundCloud. And there are people who are still... Mm -hmm coming out with stuff yeah who it's so it's so new it's within the last couple of years like right so i don't really see how we can say that it ended already yeah it's also like is the idea that soundcloud has lost popularity that so many people are trying to do it that way now like has it expired like a vine star i don't know because that's such a i think that's a pretty silly statement to make because unfortunately a lot of people after someone passes like a star they still continue to make a ton of money off of them by putting out post albums. And like those albums usually like really inspire a whole culture. Like Biggie. How did Biggie die? 
he was shot. Are you asking me how I think he died? Mm-hmm. Which conspiracy theory, I believe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was sh- sugar. Sug or... Mm, yeah. Or Diddy. I lean Suge Knight myself. There's no reason not to believe it's Suge Knight. The P. Diddy one is controversial, but also, like, he made so much money off of his death. Also, he made his name just giant. Mm, trust him. Maybe it was the Kennedys. I think it was the Kennedys, dude. They're kind of responsible for a lot of things. I'm pretty sure, yeah, like, they're still profiting off of Peep's death. There's going to be people who are going to hear those albums. They they just released Mac Miller's last year. I know people who didn't really care for Mac Miller before and for whatever reason decided to listen to that album and loved it. Well, there's something intriguing about a posthumous album. Like, I hate to admit that because it's kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, with Mac Miller, whose music I had already heard. It was like, how similar will this be? And the people who put it out swore up and down that it was his intention to put out all that music. I felt a little bit weirder about Extensions music that came out after he died. Because he was, like, weirdly featured on stuff after he died. Yeah. And it was, like, to the point where I was wondering if he was still alive somewhere. Because they, they put out so much of his music. Like, yeah. he's featured on a Billie Eilish song. She was good friends with him, though. Like, I just don't get that. It's odd. Posting on SoundCloud, they have a bunch of recordings of themselves that probably never made it out there because probably every freestyle he ever did was recorded. That's what's kind of sick, too. Like, even just about, like, the theory that P. Diddy had something to do with Biggie's death. Even the person who said that SoundCloud rap is dead Mm -hmm. because all of these people, that makes people want to be like, well, is it? And, like, look into it. When they interviewed P. Diddy, right? After Biggie died, they're like, what's the last thing Biggie said to you? And he said how excited he is for everyone to hear his new album. And of course, people went crazy for it, you know? Mm. That's what Biggie would have wanted. Yeah. It's for everyone to listen to his new album. Is Extension, like, similar to Carrie Fisher being featured on that Star Wars film so oh my God. times. Yeah, no, it, it, that's exactly the same feeling. Carrie Fisher died. They included random clips of her just spliced into things and, like, green-screened her into scenes. And it was like, let the woman die. And, like, the first time it happened, I was like, okay, cute. That's nice that they, like, wanted to honor her one last time. Absolutely. But, like, she was... Remember when she, like, hugged someone? Yeah, dude, they went too far with that shit. It was they went too, too far. far. That's exactly how I feel about Extension. He, after he died, was in the Billie Eilish music video. He, like, wakes up in bed. Who is that? Who yeah. is that? Is that him? Yeah. Let people die. Or else we're gonna end up with, like, a little Michaela for president. I'm convinced. Yeah. And if you don't know what that means... <laughs> Text me. <laughs> I'll explain Lil Michaela and why if we have a Lil Michaela for president, we're fucked. <laughs> That's horrifying. I thought they were going to Lil Michaela Bernie Sanders after he died. I'm not even convinced he's still alive. He could be a Lil Michaela by now. You said a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm stressed. Carrie Fisher just keeps showing up and hugging people, and the woman is in the ground. Yeah. Like, where do we stop? It's like an episode of Black Mirror, hosted by Lil Xan. <laughs> hosted by Lil Xan. He's like, uh, yeah. 
Goddamn. I think they are obsessed with Kurt Cobain. Part of the whole bit of Kurt Cobain is like, wow, he would really hate how many Nirvana t-shirts have sold. Mm-hmm. You know? He didn't die super, super young. But he died before he was 30. Was he 27? I believe he is. So obviously the 27 Club is a myth that exists. I don't really know. I've read that statistically it's actually not that real. There's like kind of a superstition that you could, that like a well-known celebrity would die at age 27. I think it's because they're all drug related, right? Right. Yeah. So like, I guess it would be like if people generally get famous at a certain age and then like get get money and then get stressed and then self-medicate and then they end up dying around the age 27. The thing that's dark is that something about the, like, SoundCloud rap, I'm kind of convinced that part of the mold that they're selling, and by they, I don't know who I even mean, but part of the mold that they're selling is, like, dying young. I think that dying is in the plan. It's interesting. And when someone, like, Extension died, they sold all his shit extra, and it almost felt like it was in the plan all along. It's interesting to to me that, like, a lot of rap glorifies drugs and stuff. Mostly weed, lots of cocaine, some pills. But for the most part, like, mainstream rap mostly, mostly glorifies, like... And too many of them that have been really famous have died at exactly age 21. And I'm nervous about it. Because all the, all the people who are dead that were really famous are younger than me. Were born after I was born, and I'm 25. They do a lot of glorifying, like, alcohol and, like, liquor. Just, like, fucking throwing liquor everywhere. Mmm, yeah, totally. Just thinking about music videos, like, they're just pouring bottles. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But now, like, SoundCloud rappers, from what I've gathered, which isn't a lot, <laughs> sometimes... <laughs> Your basket's not very full. It's really not. Uh... <laughs> It's there's some alcohol glorified, but it's mostly like scary drugs, like pills, drugs, and stuff like that. Oh my god! I learned so much about drug verbiage when I was looking up a bunch of SoundCloud rap <laughs> lyrics. I learned so much. I learned every word for codeine because okay, so I was on this kick a little bit while ago. Codeine, I forgot about that one. I was trying to learn about SoundCloud rap because similar to you, I was like, "What is this?" I'm frustrated by something that makes headlines on pop culture websites that i don't understand and like has a following but like i don't know anybody who follows it that was frustrating to me (laughs) but so i was listening to some songs and i was like why do these fucks mention fago are they juggalos what is the deal and they have like the rainbow thing and some of them are from detroit but it turns out like not really a disproportionate amount just like a normal amount because detroit is a populous area is this a juggalo revival so i ran the numbers and i had a few theories regarding fago before i actually ran the numbers including like i was thinking about how when i was in school and people would stay up all night in the editing room editing videos there would always be like a bunch of red bulls in the trash can Mm -hmm. so i was thinking okay maybe these guys as they're editing and uploading their soundcloud raps are drinking a lot of fago because fago is super regional Mm -hmm. that's what gets me about uh, including it in a song is that it's super regional it's not even the entire united states of america i went through and recorded 
uh, some data about every song that mentions Fago on this website that ha- you can search by songs. Um, I've included the artist, where the artist is from, the year that the song was released, if the song includes clowns, which usually is an indicator that's related to Insane Clown Posse or some other similar thing, whether or not it was rap, whether or not it was emo, and whether or not it rhymed with Draco. Because a bunch of the SoundCloud rappers, I think, are actually just including Fago so that they can rhyme with Draco, which is like an Uzi. It's just like a little machine gun. I only know what an Uzi is because once rappers started talking about Uzis, people call me Uzi Susie, and then I had to Google it. Wait. So. What's the word? Drago? Draco. Is Draco the Harry Potter character? Yes, it is. So I was like, are they talking about Harry Potter? Because I don't know what's off limits for these people. But no, it's like a little machine gun. Right. I can't believe I made a Harry Potter. Yeah. I did 30 songs, the 30 most popular songs on the thing. Fago is only sold in the Midwest or Detroit, so like mentioning it means something regional. So we have the majority of songs that mention Fago don't mention clowns. About 46% of the ones that mention Fago are emo rap, like straight up emo rap. 16% are kind of emo ish, and then like 37% are not emo. Most ICP is not emo at all, like n- not even in nature. They're not even sad. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> they're like they're the opposite of that regional description of soft drinks from artists who wrote lyrics about fago okay so <laughs> this is this is getting deep but try to follow so uh in general pop is associate like to call your your soda pop is associated with like ohio minnesota michigan kansas oklahoma indiana Indiana and Iowa, and then sometimes in the Mountain West or the Pacific Northwest. Soda is popular on the coasts and Hawaii and Missouri. Okay. The soda and pop wine runs straight through Western New York. So Buffalo says pop, but Syracuse says soda. And then Coke is used in the South, New Mexico, and Southern Indiana. When you go off of that, we're thinking that Fago is sold in the Midwest, so that would be like the pop region. <laughs> but the based on where the artists are from that mention Fago in their songs, only about 11% of them are from a region that would sell Fago. <laughs> so they're just using it as a rhyming word or as a reference to ICP, and they're rhyming it with Draco, or they're using it as a mixer for coding. They're bringing wow. it up because they're talking about mixing. They're talking about scissorp. <laughs> so they, it has nothing to do with ICP, really. But a solid quarter of the songs that mention Fago mention a Draco, which I think is just weird and not very original. Yeah. Because also, why aren't they talking about Legos or JLo? Yeah. Only 11% of them live in regions where they would even be able so to buy Fago. Buy Fago. Which wow. blows my first hypothesis up because I was thinking that they were drinking Fago while they edited their little raps. <laughs> there's, there's just a bunch of bottles of Fago. No drugs. Yes. <laughs> no drugs. Just, just but then I had to start Googling these lyrics because I didn't know half the words. And ha- that's because half of them are just slang for codeine. Wow. 
Yeah, this is a research podcast. <laughs> it does feel very like, manipulated. Is that the word? Manifested? Yeah. Steered. Like contrived. Yeah. But I don't know an M word. Manipul yeah. It feels yeah, I don't it, none of it feels authentic. And that's fine. Like I'm not against having a stage persona. Like I love Lady Gaga. Stage personas seem healthy. For the most part, people who have them seem help seem they have them for a reason. So the part where it gets me is that I don't feel like these are stage personas. I feel like these people do this twenty four seven once they get it once they've got the face tattoo. That's what I mean about making it permanent. Yeah. Is that it's not like a hairstyle. It's not on a clip up it's not a clip on ponytail. It's like they did it to yeah. their bodies and then they die. Well And that's also why so Lil Peep's mom sued. Were you going to talk about that? So Lil Peep's mom sued was suing the record company for Lil Peep's death because she was saying like they controlled like a lot of his well being and stuff like help a lot of record companies with younger kids who signed to them. They offered to like, okay, we're going to find you housing and we're going to take care of this and we're going to take care of this. You give us this percentage, you'll be fine. Like you just have to live and make music. You didn't let him do that. Like, you you didn't, like, actually look out for him, and they're like, it's not our fault, basically. Well, okay, so I read the article about Lil Peep's mom suing the record company, and I think that from a legal perspective, they managed to cover their asses in a really unethical way and be like, right. it's not our fault if he dies. Or I don't understand how they were allowed to write that kind of language because they controlled so much of his life that they were in charge of his well-being. Like, you can't control someone's housing and food and everything and then say, if somebody puts fentanyl in his hand, we're not going to stop it and we don't... Right. And that's not our job. Like, if the whole thing is your job and he doesn't have any other guidance, why do you get to draw the line at whatever it is that becomes fatal? Because you should be trying to keep him alive and make sure that he's okay if you're going to control everything else. Otherwise, if you want to have the kind of record contract that's like, you make music, fine, and that's it. And then you go live your life. But it's like, if you're going to say, this is everything and we get 50% of your sales, no, even if you get up into the millions and we're, yeah. we've more than covered our expenses related to you, there should probably still be some accountability for this whole thing yeah absolutely and like even like in this suit and stuff the mom mentions like he was burnt out and overwhelmed and exhausted and physically unwell and their response was just like we encouraged him to stop abusing drugs and stuff like that and it's like no he's also he's a kid right that's the other thing that makes me kind of sick is i'm like this lady lost her son the least (laughs) you could do is settle up and give her some money since yeah. you profited off of her son for his and brief probably life will for a long time low peep died three years ago he was famous for less than three years like and yeah. we we're talking about him now yeah those companies have that much control of like their lives and this may be a stretch <laughs> but like just kind of comparing it to like britney and her life and what happened to her and how her dad got control maybe if little peeps mom had control it would have been good because it sounds like 
That's my first reaction is that Brittany's dad is actually related to her. And yeah, he uses her for money, but he probably also cares a little bit if she's alive. Yeah, maybe like in the beginning, it actually... Maybe it really was about her well-being at first. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because this is also like the people on TikTok who compare Post Malone. I think they compare it to Amy Winehouse mostly. That's like, I feel like all of that's so hard. Also, Post Malone could be doing a stage presence thing. Right, that's part of it. Since Lil Peep is the reference point here, like, I suspect he didn't have a stage presence. Like, that's whatever he was doing on stage. If he looked fucked up, he was probably fucked up. And if you, whose job is it? Where it's like someone becomes an entertainer and they become, like, property of the people or something. The difference between this and, like, child actors is child actors seem to be doing most of it behind scenes. Except, like, when they go out to clubs. And then it's like, oh, Lindsay Lohan's a wreck type of thing, where this is literally little Lil Peep's image. Right. Like, that's you're going to be a wreck. record company where they're writing about mixing codeine with Fago every day, and you're going to say you didn't know anything was up? And they never said, hey, I'm definitely writing a character, and I don't do this? All of their social media is covered with them, like, doing shit. Every intimate detail of their lives. Yeah. Like, in a gross way. Right, and that's the thing is, we don't... I would love to get a written statement from Lil Xan where he's like, it's a bit. It ties in with, like, kids eating Tide Pods. Making it past 21 is not that big of an accomplishment, unfortunately. It shouldn't be. It should be. be. 27 was already young. It was already tragic that these people died at 27. That's why it's a thing. See, okay, but face tattoos don't make you a SoundCloud rapper. Like, all the- it's so specific. Okay. That's all I want to say. It's specific. It's- you can have a bunch of these traits and not be a SoundCloud rapper. It's true. You're only a SoundCloud rapper if you upload music on SoundCloud and you sort of rap slash sing over lo-fi beats- and you might have a face tattoo. And your dreads are pink. And you say I'm not a SoundCloud rapper. And you wear weird glasses. And you wear weird glasses. And maybe your name starts with a lil. But also... But that's not a guarantee. That's not a guarantee. You might not be a SoundCloud rapper. Even if you have all of those things. Right. You know, at the end of the day, I think they're all just music genres. I think we're overthinking it. Huh. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're overthinking it a little. Yeah. Fuck, Mary kill. Mm-hmm. Post Malone. Lil Wayne. And... Tony Hawk. We skipped over the whole day. A lot of them skate, I think. <laughs> I was just sure where you were going to go because I was like, you can't choose a Ned guy. They're all, they all died young and like recently, so it's too soon. I'm going to kill Tony Hawk. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think that's okay. He's lived a good life. I'm kind of in a dead tie with the other two. I definitely want to fuck Lil Wayne. <laughs> I was going to fuck Lil Wayne. Yeah. But then I wasn't sure if I wanted to fuck Post Malone instead and marry 
blowing. Who would I rather be at in my pool? Mm-hmm. Actually, I might want to be with Lil Wayne. I think he's chilled out. That's what I'm saying. Like, you'd eat some little um, pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Poolside. Yeah. I don't know what Post Malone's going to be up to for the rest of his life. Lil Wayne seems no. settled down. He seems more like the marriage type. Well. Okay. Well. Good up. Thanks for joining yep. me. Well, let's... Thanks for... Thanks for, uh... SoundCloud. I don't know. Shout out SoundCloud. Shout out SoundCloud. 